0: Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast.
1: Hello, welcome back you guys. This is Sarah and I'm back this week. And this is Katie and Sarah's back. We're so happy. <laughs> I am back and I do just want to have a special shout out and thank you to Dusty. <laughs> I appreciate you so much for filling in for me last week. It was a really fun episode. I listened to it while in work meetings slash I didn't, but I did. Um, and it was really fun. I thought you two did a really great job. So thank you, Dusty, for stepping in when I just couldn't record last week. So thanks. Yeah. And a big, big thank you to Katie for keeping it running. Oh. And you guys, she's great. She was just like, you don't stress, you just take the time you need and I'll sort everything else. So oh. thank you.
0: You know, I feel like more workplaces, like situations should be like that. It shouldn't just oh. be, no, constantly work, you know, constantly yes. grinding and just work yourself to death. You need to take some time sometimes
1: you know? So I appreciate that. Thank you. I couldn't agree more. And um yeah, I just, Aww. I felt all the love and support and really appreciated you and Dusty just stepping in and being like, you take care of you. And we got this and I didn't have to stress or worry. Cause I was like, it's going to be a great episode. I know it.
0: And it <laughs> was,
1: and it was such a fun um, episode to listen to. And actually it was like the first time listening to our podcast where I was like, oh, my God, this is a podcast I would actually subscribe to because I was on it. And just, like, listening to you and Dusty was so fun, and I loved it.
0: We missed you. We missed you. But that is nice to know that you would subscribe. We've gotten some some haters recently, you guys. But, I mean. Jesus, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, whatever.
1: (laughs) They're just so angry. They're so angry. It just. But once again, thanks, you guys. I was a bit off the grid last week, so I didn't look at many of the comments. I took a peek at a few. And I do appreciate, as always, you guys stepping in, being our heroes, and slaying those goddamn Mormon trolls left and right. So oh, all thanks. over the
0: place. <laughs> yeah. Um as since we're giving thanks um like I mentioned in last week's episode we have a bunch of new patrons that I want to shout out. I wanted to wait till Sarah could be here with me cuz you know it just wouldn't be the same. Oh, um oh. so we have new patrons Emily. We have so, we have so many supporters named Emily. Have you noticed that? Emily. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That song will never go away and will always be associated with every Emily I know. Mm
0: -hmm. But hi,
1: Emily. Thanks for joining us and a patron. So hi.
0: (laughs) We also have a new patron, Larissa. What a beautiful name. And Mm -hmm. welcome. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Larissa, welcome. I only have ever known one other Larissa and she was an HR rep in Germany. Is that you? Is this you?
0: another new patron melanie hi melanie
1: welcome thank you so oh. much melanie that's a pretty name as well welcome melanie doesn't the name melanie remind you of the
0: spice girls
1: because they had yes. two
0: yeah great yeah. name then um, another new patron tony hi tony thank you so much for joining us hope you enjoy patreon
1: Tony, welcome and thank you. Um, yeah, it means a lot to us that you're here. So thanks, Tony. Yeah.
0: We also have some edited pledges. So these <laughs> people
1: they yeah.
0: So first we have Chris. Chris joined us a couple of weeks ago and has since upped their pledge, I think, twice. So thank you so oh. much. Not even one level, but two. So that's really
1: Double hopped. You skipped ahead two levels and we appreciate that so much. Thank you, Chris.
0: And then we have two patrons who have been our patrons already, but they upped their pledge to outer darkness. We have Jeff and Rachel freaking amazing. We just recorded personalized videos for the both of you. You
1: should be getting those in
0: your inbox soon. Thank you.
1: And we had so much fun and you guys have an extra guest in your videos (laughs) <laughs> not gonna spoil it just take a look and you get such chance and uh yeah thank you guys like honestly it means so much to us um, we are flattered every time someone joins us in patreon and especially to our outer darkness patrons it means a lot and you all of you guys keep the podcast rolling so thanks so much we really appreciate it
0: we really do. If you guys want to um, join and get the extra content, you can go over to patreon.com slash not so mollymormon Mormon. It's always linked in the show notes as well. You can just click on that and it'll just have you verify that you're over
1: 18 because I guess
0: we're adult. We ones. are
1: explicit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you can watch some fun stuff. We also recorded um, a video for our patrons for this week as well. And again, special guest in there. Just go take a look and see. Let's go look.
0: It's it's yeah. I won't spoil it either. <laughs>
1: um. Well, should
0: we get started, Sarah? Should we get into the topic before yes. we fill it up?
1: <laughs> yes. This week's episode is Satan.
0: Satan. Dun 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 dun.
1: dun, dun, dun. dun. And I have to give my really amazing, incredible husband props and credit for this episode topic. Thanks, Greg.
0: Thank you, Greg. Great yeah. idea. And also, can you just picture Satan from the temple video? <laughs> just yes, being with dramatic. his cake. Yes. Yeah, he is the yeah. star of this show. Also, it should be known that we are in his grasp right now. So... <laughs> <laughs> even oh. though we don't believe in Satan, we have been told hundreds of times that we are in Satan's grasp. So I guess I guess we are.
1: I don't know. <laughs> we are, Katie. We are in his grasp with his little cape. Oh, I really hope we can find an image of of that Satan slash Lucifer from the temple videos to have That's as the meme so because that know. character, <laughs> even when I was Mormon and I would watch the that video in the temple, it took every ounce of self-control I had to not laugh because it's <laughs> so what
0: ridiculous. What
1: <laughs> just that sassy Satan. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And it's just that cape. He just, you know, fluffed and fluttered a whole damn video with that cape. And I loved it. Uh
0: I want to fluff and flutter like Satan. Hey, that's a
1: <laughs> wing <Halloween> costume idea.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, that's so good. Oh, Temple Video Satan, we're coming for (laughs) you. Before we begin, I'm going to just, at the top, shout out the sources where I got all my notes from. I got them from Encyclopedia Britannica, WorldHistory.com, LiveScience.com, National Geographic, Vox, and, of course, the LDS's church's website, because I just can't stay away, so...
1: Yeah, look at you rolling off those resources i only have two to quote in cite. it would be wikipedia nice. and lds.org
0: <laughs> i like how you purposely call it lds.org the church of jesus christ.com or the church of jesus christ.org <laughs> all Sorry. right so we're gonna sarah and i both have notes about this. We're just going to be talking about Satan and the devil and some interesting facts around that, and we'll just be switching off through our notes. So sit back and enjoy with a satanic beverage of your choice. Maybe some Ooh, tequila. Get a maybe fire some fire
1: drink. Ooh, yeah. Get some fireball whiskey. Well, okay. Ooh, or some, for Mormons, ex-Mormons, some dark and stormy, because you'd be in outer darkness. Dark and stormy. I like that. If it was a little later in the day,
0: I'd be having one of those right now. <laughs> if it wasn't still
1: fucking dry January, I'd be having one of those. Oh, Ugh, clearly I, I'm bitter. I can't still.
0: I forgot you were doing that. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, so dumb.
0: <laughs> All right, so I'm going to begin. Um, I have some great, great notes here from, I, th- I believe this one was from wor- worldhistory.com. It says, Evil has always existed. Humans encountered natural disasters like earthquakes and floods, wars with pillage and rape, disease, plagues, and infant mortality, man made evil such as murders and theft, and of course, death. As the ancients constructed their religious systems, the existence of evil had to be explained and rationalized. So, Christian leaders in the second century adopted the method of the personification of evil against Jews. Women, heretics, and all things pagan. So the wow. native huh? the native people believed that the gods resided in their temples, but the Christians thought that these were agents of Satan. The first iconic portraits of Satan came from the Greco-Roman fertility deity Pan, who was half man, half goat. And this oh, that's of- right. Yeah, this is how Satan got his hooves and horns, like, you know, when it's depicted in art. Um, Mm -hmm. This next part sent me. You're going to love it. Pan was represented with and was famous for a huge erect phallus.
1: (laughs) In that case, I am in Satan's grass. Oh,
0: there we are, (laughs) right in
1: that grass.
0: This appendage became common in describing Satan. And at first he was drawn black, but then red became the standard color in association with hellfire. So everyone imagine a huge erect red wiener. That's what we're doing.
1: No wonder Celestial Jesus hates Satan. Like, he's jealous of his big wang. Of course. I know. Satan's got
0: the big dick energy. (laughs)
1: Literally and figuratively. (laughs) So, if... (laughs) It was also
0: in the second century that Christians applied new understandings to the story of the fall. So this is when the serpent in the story became fully identified as the devil in disguise, and Eve took on more significance as the primary sinner in Eden. With misogynistic views of all women, Eve was understood to have been seduced by the serpent because of that huge phallus, and then she seduced Adam.
1: (laughs) Eve, it's okay. We've all been tempted by that serpent. We've all been tempted.
0: By that huge serpent. Um, And so Eve's sexual shame is why women remained veiled in a lot of, like, uh, religions and religious ceremonies. And it was taught that menstruation was the punishment for shedding the blood of Adam. Ugh. Get out of here. What? Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. I had never heard of the huge erect wiener before, but apparently that was a big thing. And <laughs> that made, you know, Christians were like, look, he's, he's, he's scary. That wiener is just way too big. Run away. Come to us. <laughs> <laughs> you can't
1: handle that big Willie. Can't handle it.
0: Um, so do you want to, you want to jump in any, any,
1: i will jump in tag you can tag me and i'm jumping in um i'm just gonna do a little overview because it kind of like you've already touched on which i think is really interesting just like in general this idea of like evil and darkness and then also Satan. but i just specifically like i think this part is interesting of an overview of satan across a few religions not Uh just christianity um Mm -hmm. And again, this is from Wikipedia, so if you guys are listening and you're part of any of these faiths and you're like, absolutely not, that is not true, don't blame me, blame Wikipedia and my lack of better research. So so, so Satan, also known as the devil and sometimes also called Lucifer in Christianity, is an entity in Abrahamic religions that seduces humans into sin or falsehood. So kind of what you're already talking about, like the serpent seducing or tempting Eve women, but it's also saying just humans. And then this part, because I, I, I didn't know any of, to be fair, and this is my ignorance, like how the devil or this idea of evil or of Satan or whatever is portrayed across other religions because we only really focus on Christianity. But of course, there's a there's a persona like this in many religions, not just Christianity yeah. Um. So in Judaism, Satan is seen to is seen as an agent subservient to Yahweh. I'm not mm-hmm. pronouncing that correctly. Um.
0: Oh yeah, you are. That's right.
1: Okay. Um. Typically regarded as a metaphor for the Yetzirah or evil inclination. So, and then in Christianity and Islam, he is usually seen as a fallen angel or Jin, I believe is how you pronounce it, who has rebelled against God, who nevertheless allows him temporary power over the fallen world and a host of demons. Yeah, and
0: I actually looked that up too. Like, And I guess the name that they call that is, um, I have it written here, Islamic theology is rich in references to Iblis, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, but that's devil. Exactly. Yeah, which is also known as Al-Shaytan, the demon, or adu
1: Allah, yeah. enemy of God, um, really similar. Like but Very to- similar. Yeah, it, it says like in the Quran, what you mentioned, Shaitan, also known as Iblis or Iblis, is an entity made of fire who was cast out of heaven because he refused to bow before the newly created Adam. And he yeah. incites humans to sin by infecting their minds with evil suggestions. <laughs> so it's very similar.
0: It's very similar. And, you know, I was like looking around, I guess, like you said, I haven't really thought about this idea. But I was like, OK, what about non-Abrahamic religions? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you mentioned, it talks about the Judaism and the Islamic one and then obviously the Chris the Christian one, but I was like, what about things that aren't? And there was very very little. Like it seems like Satan and the devil, like particularly, it's very an Abrahamic thing. I mean, I think there's other beliefs of like demons or spirits or whatever but as far as like actual like the devil goes <laughs> um yeah, yeah you can find some parallels in like other mythology but it was interesting that they were all very similar in that that those three particular religions
1: yeah exactly I mean even when you think about like Greek mythology right you have Zeus and you have Hades so you have like the god of the underworld but the thing is like in Christianity it's like you know god is perfect and satan is imperfect so he was cast out because he went against whereas like in greek mythology they're all they're gods but with humanistic character like with human characteristics sorry so they're like faulty they have flaws and whatnot but they're still yeah it's
0: not like hades is necessarily portrayed as the same thing as like satan who's trying to like, um, persuade you to go to the evil side. It's like, he just rules the underworld. Whereas yeah, Satan is, is shown as something that's like super evil and wants to steal your soul. And yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I just want to touch on one other thing and then I'll, I'll tag you back in. Um, (laughs) actually two other things because I'm a big nerd. So I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but So in my undergrad and master's, I studied Middle English. And, like, so I'm that nerd who, like, read shit in Middle English and, like, medieval history and literature and blah, blah, blah. So I find it really fascinating. I'm just pushing up my glasses right now for you guys (laughs) to um, hear. But I was curious to see, like, because I you know, like, in quite a, a few medieval pieces of literature, like, obviously, Christianity is prevalent, or they talk about, like, um, yeah, okay, so let me narrow it down. So, basically, because I can be a rambling fool when it comes to this stuff, and I'm not very clear. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I love it, but I don't know how to communicate well. <laughs> um, basically, obviously, they talk about like Christianity, but Satan is never really seen as, like, a devil it's more of like a comical role and and i just was thinking about that and actually in wikipedia it does mention that as in in the middle ages satan played more of like a comic relief in plays or in stories so it wasn't really this like demonic um fire and and brimstone all of that stuff like that comes at a later stage in um christianity and then even like the the common origin of the word satan is devil which like another word for is devil which comes from middle english devil which is another like so there's quite a few i mean there's really interesting like different cuz i'm a nerd i found it really interesting like the different origins of the, the name for devil or you know, diabolical was another one or like Beelzebub, like all these different names for the devil or Satan. It's yeah. like a huge list of them.
0: Yeah. I was looking those up too. Like how he's known as like, yeah, Beelzebub or Prince of Devils or Lucifer or, um, mm, yeah. Word of the flies even like there's yeah. some names for the devil.
1: Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, that's, that's my I'll, I'll tag back in you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have something that like ties into
0: that because you're talking about how the devil was seen as like comic relief mm. um I did learn that the idea that um the devil governs hell, hell may have come from the poem by Dante the divine comedy yeah particularly
1: such a classic yeah
0: Yeah, particularly, I guess, the first of the three parts of that, which is Dante, uh, Inferno. Dante's Inferno. Um, But that was published in the early 14th century. And in it, God created hell when he threw the devil and his demons out of heaven with such power that they created an enormous hole in the center of the earth. And in his poem, Dante portrayed the devil as a grotesque, winged creature with three faces, each chewing on a devious sinner whose wings blew freezing cold winds through hell's domain.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which
0: I think is very interesting because I did come across in a lot of places it said that the Bible
1: doesn't even describe the devil in detail. No, no. Like, and I, I read the same thing where I saw that, it, like it mentions, yeah, like you said, that the Bible doesn't even describe what Satan looks like physically and then it made me think like that's that's true I can't remember one passage in the scriptures that describes Satan or the devil or Lucifer physically this all comes from people's adaptation of Satan
0: yeah or of evil or yeah from pop culture even and then into literature and like art it all was interpretation that now people have sort of taken as quote-unquote fact even though you know we know things in religion aren't facts but like it's very interesting that I was trying to even find like passages in the bible that were particularly about the devil and it's kind of hard to find it's like they might talk about the adversary or something like that but the word Satan and the devil is sort of hard to find, at least in, like, the Mormon version of the scriptures, which,
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they might mention, like, Lucifer, the morning star, but, like... Yeah, yeah. But exactly. it's still... It's it's for, for something that they place so much power in, in which, you know, when you're reading the history behind it, I just assume that, like, Satan or this devil or Lucifer, whatever you want to call it in Christianity always had such power, but you actually learn like what we just talked about that it it transitioned over time. So like for example, the Middle Ages, not so really, it was more comic comic relief. But then like early modern period, like that's when Satan starts to get more powerful and like people start viewing him as wow, like he has a lot of power, he can do a lot of things too. He can possess you. Yeah.
0: all like developed it was like this evolution of people giving the devil these characteristics yeah. really <laughs> because so yeah, i sorry,
1: continue no i was just gonna say and i think it's another reflection of how christianity like it's, it's another scapegoat right so people can do these horrible things and during that time i think they were like oh that's because the devil has possessed them and mm-hmm. like that's the only way we can wrap our heads around why they would do such a thing or it was like easy to judge other people or have this this new element in society of being like oh that person is evil and possessed because satan has so much power let's condemn them let's judge them
0: or let's kill them like in the case yeah Witch trials, you know, they're like these these women are witches and they're worshiping the devil or have been possessed by the devil. So that they thought that gave them the right to murder these women. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, early artistic interpretations of the Divine Comedy featured shocking images of the devil and his demons inflicting like unimaginable human suffering and this only emboldened people's thoughts about hell and the devil just like we were basically saying but it's so interesting to me
1: um yeah I think it's just like I would love to I mean obviously this was just my basic wikipedia search but I think it would be really fascinating to like take a class on like the origins of satan and like, how it's evolved and how, like, across different, not just Christianity, but, like, this idea of a Satan or a devil in Mm -hmm. other religions, because I just find it really fascinating, especially on a a societal level as well, like, this, they had to create this, this persona or being that was evil to justify certain things.
0: Yeah, because they're, you know, uh, as humans, our minds want, like, answers, and especially, in ancient times, things would happen, and now this happens. Things happen, and people don't understand why, or maybe they do understand why, but they don't want to face that real reason in it, so they blame it on the devil, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just have a little note here that I want to mention. So it said, um, yeah, the devil has been depicted in religious and secular, secular literature and art, and um, devil worship had sort of become like also a thing that was rumored and stuff, and um then exorcism sort of comes into the picture. and I was gonna go down an exorcism rabbit hole, but you guys, I think that's its own episode.
1: like <laughs> I think that would be really fascinating actually, to do another follow-up episode on that because it's not like exorcism isn't really a thing in Mormonism, is it? like I've never. Heard well, like, I know you can bless your house and stuff like that, but I always think of like exorcism as ca- Catholic, right? Catholic, yeah.
0: Catholic. Um, I the, the interesting thing is, I was searching around for that and I found um, it was a scholarly paper, I don't remember exactly which um university did it, but it wasn't one that was a Mormon one, and but they were studying um exorcisms in mormonism from like early mormonism into the 1970s i think but um it was behind a paywall and i didn't pay for it but i will
1: if we do a episode about that cuz i was like oh i want to know about this <laughs> oh my god yeah definitely we can go halvesies on that because i would be really interested um in in learning about that because as a mormon growing up i only ever considered it as yeah something that was done in other christian like not just catholic but like baptists or wherever they cast the devil out or anything like i just didn't think that it happened in mormonism
0: right i know me neither and definitely i don't think does as much like it's very obviously popular in like the catholic church even today which is kind of fucked up but whatever (laughs) um so yeah i have just a little brief note about that um Accompanying the rise of Satanism as a quote-unquote recognized practice was the 1971 publication of William Peter Blatty's best-selling novel The Exorcist and its blockbuster 1973 film adaptation. With its claims of being based on a true story, The Exorcist profoundly impacted America's collective psyche regarding the existence of demons and single-handedly transformed the popular Ouija board from a... from a fun, harmless parlor game into a malevolent device capable of inducing spirit possession, demonic infestation, or other
1: paranormal activity.
0: Yet another rabbit hole I want to go down is the Ouija board. <laughs> so, oh
1: my God, yeah. I would love that. We have two episodes we need to do because I find that topic really fascinating, and it's something I still don't really understand. I don't like. I just haven't done enough um, deep dives into looking at like the origin of, of the Ouija board or Like, I just remember my aunt, I believe, had one at my grandparents' house. And, like, I remember as kids being, like, so scared to just be in a room with it. Like, I just didn't want to go anywhere close to it.
0: Yeah, I know. I was scared of them when I was little. I haven't ever played with one, but I wouldn't be scared of one now. But, you know, that is interesting when you know, like, how everything was in the history. And then the 1970s, that movie comes out. And then everyone gets scared of Ouija boards and everyone's starting to even believe more so in like actual devil and demons, which again, it was influenced by pop culture and art and literature and media, not necessarily the actual text of the religious book. (laughs) Cause that
1: hasn't changed. (laughs) No, not at all. No, you're totally right. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was fun or not fun. Why did I say that as an adjective? It was fun. (laughs) I thought it was interesting, too, that when I was looking across, like, the, the evolution of it, when you get into the modern era, like, the first thing on Wikipedia is, like, modern era Mormonism developed its own views on Satan. Like, it just goes straight to Mormonism. And I was like, oh, interesting that they, they jumped to that. Um, yeah, that's, that's interesting because, yeah, I think, like, we'll get into
0: Mormonism really did change how like the actual person of satan like who that actually quote-unquote really is right they believe it's a different being really than other christians exactly like
1: i mean we can should we get into that sure yeah let's get into it um i do just want to say one other thing before we get into um mormon satan (laughs) um (laughs)
0: OK, wait. every time you picture you say Mormon Satan, you should either picture the one from the temple video or picture the drawing on South Park of Satan. If you've seen those.
1: Episodes. <laughs> well, so
0: great. OK, continue. <laughs> so good.
1: Um, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. So, they, so part of this was um, it's saying, according to a 2013 poll conducted by YouGov. of the people in the United States believe in a literal devil. So that's more than half the population of the U.S. believe in a literal devil.
0: Uh, And I wonder why, like, so much crazy and dumb shit happens here. But people literally believe in, okay, I shouldn't be mean. I shouldn't be meaning. No,
1: but it's it's really, I found it fascinating because they compared it to the UK and the UK only has 18% of people yeah. who believe in a literal devil, that which makes- that's a big difference. Like that's a big yeah. difference. Yeah. It even goes on to say like 51% of Americans believe that Satan has the power to possess people. Oh my God. That's crazy. That is so
0: crazy to think that half of the people I know that are in the States, like half of my acquaintances probably believe that. I mean, maybe oh. not. I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm friends with people <laughs> who might not, but you know, still that's a huge
1: percentage. That's crazy. It's a huge percentage. It's just, it's crazy. Cause we used to be those people. Like I definitely used to believe that Satan had control over me that like, if I stayed up too late, you know, the Holy Ghost went to bed, and, like, Satan (laughs) would possess me, or demons would come, or if I watched a Radar movie, then, like, Satan was gonna possess me, or, yeah, yeah, like, I was convinced.
0: I I fully, that was fully, I think maybe because it's so fear-based, right, that was one of the things that was the hardest for me to shake, even when I would think logically, okay, I don't believe in that. I was still scared of it even after I left the church. Like that was one of the last things to like go is yeah. the fact that there is no devil and there is no demons that are trying to get me. It's like, no, you're okay. <laughs> you're all right. Yeah. You know, when you're, you've are you been so scared of that for so long, it's almost like a trauma
1: that you have to learn to work through. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, it, it took me a long time. Like I would say... Only in the last like year have I really been like okay yeah I don't believe in that but yeah it, it's it's a lot of shaking out of that that way of thinking like shaking that off because it's also like this fear that you just think oh my god if I if I actually admit and announce aloud that I don't believe in Satan then he's gonna possess me like that's what I would think like if I say like I don't believe in demons and blah blah blah, then I was like convinced that I was going to get possessed that day.
0: I know. I mean, yeah, there's even, I found some quotes. I think I have them here in my notes that were taught and I think probably still are because I found them on the church's website of like prophets and apostles saying that the idea, if you believe the idea that Satan isn't real, you're actually just believing Satan. Like Satan is the one who tells you that he isn't real. (laughs) So you're like, uh, Yes. Yeah, so no wonder we thought that.
1: It was just conditioned into us. And I do just have to say, I'm on the org site. (laughs) And on the page called Satan. And do you see that visual? It's just like him in this red, glorious robe. (laughs) So not even like temple Satan, but another really great depiction of Satan in a fantastic red robe.
0: Oh my God, I'm searching it right now because I searched it the other day, but I don't remember the fantastic robe. Is I want it to be silk. I, it be I mean, silk. it kind of—it has a lot of movement, so maybe it is silk. Oh, I see it. I see it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he looks very pensive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he looks—he looks deep in thought. Maybe a little bit angry, <laughs> constipated. I don't know. Maybe it's his big Willie that's just, like, got it caught in the robe again, you know?
0: Big Willie got caught in that robe, and he is perturbed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, Sarah, do you want to read what the Mormon church teaches about Satan? Because there are a lot of differences, especially for those of you who didn't grow up Mormon. You might be surprised that there are a bunch of differences.
1: yeah. Yes. So we can we can tag team this one too. So this is straight from the Church of Jesus Christ.org So for all these Mormons who yell at us on this post and say, You don't even get your sources right. Where are you getting this from? We are literally getting it from the church's website. For so, the five hundredth time. <laughs> exactly. We don't pull this shit out of our ass. We get it from the website. Um, Okay, so it says, Satan, also called the adversary or the devil, is the enemy of all righteousness and of those who seek to follow God.
0: Yeah.
1: He is a spirit son of God who was once an angel in authority in the presence of God. And if you want more references, go to Doctrine and Covenants (laughs) or Isaiah or Doctrine and Covenants again, 76. Oh,
0: God. Okay, so. That is, I think, maybe the biggest glaring difference is that they teach that, like, that Satan is a literal son of God. He's Jesus's brother. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's not the same in any other religion. (laughs) So when they're all like, we believe in Christianity just like other Christians. No, you don't. Because no other Christian believes that satan is jesus's brother
1: <laughs> exactly so that is not correct or not that any of it's correct but yeah they don't believe in that yeah. i remember having that conversation oh, god i don't know if i was in high school or college i don't remember but i remember having that conversation where i was like with someone who wasn't mormon i was like yeah because like satan's jesus's brother and they were like what <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're like, what is this little Mormon talking about?
1: (laughs) (laughs) They were like, "Um, yeah, thinking in their head, like if it was in the South, and I'm sure they were like, bless their heart, they're going to hell. And they don't even know that Satan's not Jesus's brother. How embarrassing.
0: Bless her little cult heart.
1: (laughs) Bless her cult heart. I mean, that was one thing, you know, at least the Baptists had it right. They were telling me my whole life I was in a cult, and I didn't listen. So, (laughs) they had one thing right. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, continuing. But in the pre-mortal council in heaven, because heaven had a council.
0: You guys, it did.
1: We've watched the...
0: We've watched that video of the cartoon council in heaven. It's fantastic. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you didn't think Mormonism and the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints wasn't just a huge corporation and buying all the things and consumerism and money and hoarding all your money and stealing from the poor, then now you should. I mean, they literally call a council in heaven. It sounds <laughs> yeah, like it. a board, yeah. A board meeting, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but in the pre mortal council in heaven, Lucifer, as Satan was then called, rebelled against God. Since that time, he has sought to destroy the children of God on the earth and to make them miserable. <sighs> Yep, he's after you guys. He's like...
0: I mean, he already has us, so watch out. I don't know.
1: He's got us in his grasp.
0: And by grasp, we mean huge erect wiener. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) one primary issue in the conflict between god and satan is agency agency is a precious gift from god it is essential to his plan for his children in satan's rebellion against god satan sought to destroy the agency of man he said i will redeem all mankind that one soul shall not be lost and surely i will do it wherefore give me thine honor moses for one Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> so you know to know something funny is I told this story to my boyfriend a while ago because he grew up in Utah, but he didn't really necessarily grow up Mormon. They stopped attending when he was very young. So I told him this story about how, like, in the premortal existence, uh, Satan said, like, I will make everyone um you know, I'll make sure everyone is saved. Like I'll make sure that everyone does the right thing and comes back to heaven. And Scott was like, Oh, and that was the wrong choice. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 God wanted to like test his children and put them through all these competitions and horrible, awful things and then make them choose to come back to him. And so that's why Jesus had the right plan. And he was like, Huh, Satan seems like he's, nicer
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's literally what I always thought as a kid like not so much a kid but like in my teens and I I couldn't like I felt guilty ever even like thinking it much less like I would never admit it but I was like wouldn't that be the better plan though like I you would just have a guaranteed spot in heaven yeah
0: like think about it if you're a parent and you're sending all your kids off Somewhere, and they're like, "Can we have a plan to come back? Like, wouldn't you rather it be like a for sure thing that they get back to you instead of like manipulating and gaslighting them and testing them to see if they're good enough to come back to you?"
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was always like Team Satan, but I would never ever admit it. I was like, "Oh right, trial and tribulation. Those are great, building character."
0: Theme, satan.
1: <laughs> yeah i was uh i was a secret satan worshiper back in the day apparently so
0: that's nice nice you, <laughs> you one of those um those silky silky red capes oh my god
1: i would love one i feel like that needs to be my next investment as a silky red robe yes with a cape <laughs> um
0: okay i can want to continue or
1: do you want me to go yeah Sure. So Satan persuaded, and I love that they always use the word persuaded. Yep. Satan persuaded a third part of the hosts of heaven to turn away from the Father. Doctrine and Covenants 2936. <laughs> As a result of this rebellion, Satan and his followers were cut off from God's presence and denied the blessing of receiving a physical body. Yep. So those That are some- is a big difference.
0: Yeah. Um, I have a note in here on my notes. Um, right after this is that Joseph Smith taught and it's taught in the church that those who quote unquote sin against the Holy Ghost also become sons of perdition like Satan and they don't talk about that a lot but for people like me and Sarah who like claimed that we you know once believed and were members and then we leave and we speak out against the church we're going to be joining those demons
1: (laughs) right I forgot about the sons of perdition like that is the thing that they talk about like those are apostates right and like yeah. people who deny the holy ghost and but also look how sexist that is why is it not sons and daughters of- <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know yeah it's, Jeez. yeah <laughs> so heavenly father allows satan and satan's followers to tempt us as part of our experience in mortality which Like, why would he allow that if he really loved us and wanted us to come back without this evil on the
1: world? Couldn't he just not have evil on the world? Exactly. Um, But also, I just love that on the church's website, and by love I mean think is absolutely appalling, that they have all these, like, scriptures as references, and they think that that's substantial support and evidence is like, look, refer to this. Other scripture in the Book of Mormon that is just the Book of Bullshit, but it's proof. It's proof that it's real.
0: It's always so funny to me when any religion, really, but especially Mormonism, they try to prove that their church is true by referencing their book.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's
0: proof. Um, So yeah, I'm skipping over the references because I don't got time for that. But Sarah's doing her due diligence, and she's. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I just think it's so funny. It just cracks, cracks me up. Yeah, because
0: Satan seeketh that all men might be miserable like unto himself. He and his followers try to lead us away from righteousness. He directs his most strenuous opposition at the most important aspects of Heavenly Father's plan of happiness. For example... He seeks to discredit the Savior and the priesthood, to cast doubt on the power of the atonement, to counterfeit revelation, to distract us from the truth, and to contradict individual accountability. Now, here's where I'm going to get mad. Buckle up. He attempts to undermine the family by confusing gender, promoting sexual relations outside of marriage, ridiculing marriage, and Discouraging childbearing by married adults who would otherwise raise children in righteousness.
1: That is horrible. And you guys, this is on the church's website. Uh We're not making this up. And here they are saying that they love everyone. They support the LGBT community. They support, you know, women having rights and Blah blah blah. Like, no, as we've said a thousand times, and we'll say a thousand more times, you can't be a progressive Mormon and think that your church is doing good and pay into the religion when they have this shit on their website. Imagine a kid or a teenager or just anyone, doesn't even have to be a young adult reading this and seeing one of these things that does not match with who they are. Like how exactly. devastating would that be?
0: That that you yeah maybe you are transgender and you read this and you really are believing in the church and this is telling you that the devil is making you the way you are like yep yep or what about people who can't have children exactly. or what if you don't have children like this is so messed up
1: it's and yeah like you are shaming all the way like by saying promoting sexual relations outside of marriage like ugh, ridiculing yeah. marriage you know they're obviously talking about gay marriage there like oh yeah I didn't even put
0: horrible. that together That's, yeah it's awful so yeah I I'm not hearing it people we've gotten an influx lately of Mormons that are trying to tell us like oh no the church isn't like that like I go to church and I have tattoos and they don't care like weird shit like that and I'm like well look at what they actually teach before you just come in here with your oh my experience isn't that bad because it's really horrible for many other people because of these teachings
1: exactly and you're paying money into this Organization, I can't even call it a religion or a church that is actively putting shit like this on their website and teaching this this way of thinking that Satan or Lucifer, whoever the fuck Mormon devil is saying that, you know, if you're any of these things on this list, then you're obviously the devil or you're falling into his grasp. Like you're horrible, which I mean, Katie and I get told that all the time that Satan must have a hold on our
0: hearts. We get told that all, I mean, all the time, (laughs) which it's funny, like it it would be harmful if we believed in it and it would really hurt us. I'm, you know, like we're talking about like these people who believe in the church and they're being told they're being led by Satan, but you know, I don't believe in Satan. So it's like, okay, but (laughs) we do get told it like so many times. (laughs)
1: It's uh, always about, like you guys are better and you have so much hate in your heart, and Satan has a hold of your heart. And and it's like maybe Satan does, maybe Satan and I are friends. Okay, maybe like
0: I'd rather be friends with him than
1: with exactly. the butter. My cape all day long with Satan, all day long. Yeah
0: all day long it's so wild to me that they believe that satan's like a real actual being like it's not just a concept to them it's like oh no this actual being is like
1: controlling you it's like what it's it's insane it's ridiculous and that like if you research then it's satan like lying to you and you're falling into temptation and It's just so many, it's so fucked. It's so much brainwashing and fear, like, base teachings that if anything, quote unquote, that you do is wrong, I'm doing air quotes, like, are sinful, it must be the devil. So you, like, constantly have the devil in your head. Like, I remember just, like, you know, they say you have impure thoughts, you know, if you're thinking something that's not BYU approved, and having those thoughts and being like, oh, my God, Satan's in my head. That's why yeah. I have these thoughts, because Satan's in my head. I believe Satan was in my head, you guys. Oh, it's just crazy. It's
0: so harmful. And then it, like, discourages getting even just, like, mental health treatment because it puts all of that on, like, well, it's just the devil, you know? In, uh, <laughs> yeah, it,
1: it's just really um,
0: bad. And like you were saying, like, even just researching, you're taught that, like, researching or looking at anything that, isn't church approved is controlled by the devil so anything that you try to look up about the church that's actually true they're like oh no you're just being deceived when actually they're the deceivers
1: it's so bad it's so bad and then they even end on individuals who do not have to individuals do not have to give in to satan's temptations Each person uh, has the power uh, to choose good over evil, and the Lord has promised to help all who seek him through sincere prayer and faithfulness. You know what I say
0: to that? I feel like we have chosen good good over evil. Like, I don't believe in actually, like, the evil (laughs) concept of evil in, like, a religious sense, but we have chosen to actually, like, help people and be honest instead of deceiving people and taking their money and controlling everything about their lives.
1: Like, And making them feel like something is wrong with them for being truly who they are. Like, exactly. fuck that. Fuck it yeah. right
0: off. You also, can politely kindly fuck all the way off.
1: Yeah, you can politely fuck right off, sir. <laughs> um, sir. Sir. There, I don't know if you saw at the bottom, too, but there's, like, messages from church leaders. And there's, like, all these talks. And you guys, the, the titles of these talks are, like, Oh, that cunning plan of the evil one and power (laughs) of evil, how to live well amid increasing evil, Satan, the great deceiver.
0: Wait, Hold on. I have quotes from Satan, the great deceiver. I copied some quotes from (laughs) Please do. This was given by Marion G. Romney. It was reprinted in, I think it was either the Enzyme or a different magazine in 2005, and it's still on the church's website. So this is what he says. A corollary to the pernicious falsehood that God is dead is the equally pernicious doctrine that there is no devil. Satan himself is the father of both of these lies. (laughs) Latter-day Saints know that there is a God with like certainty. They know that Satan lives, that he is a powerful personage of spirit, the arch enemy of God, of man and of righteousness. The reality of the existence of both God and the devil is conclusively established by the scriptures and by human experience, so again, they're just using their own words and their own book to prove that the that satan's real <laughs> and then this last quote is. We Latter-day Saints need not be, and we must not be, deceived by the sophistries of men concerning the reality of Satan. There is a personal devil, and we had better believe it. He had—he and a countless host of followers, seen and unseen, are exercising a controlling influence upon men and their affairs in our world today.
1: Oh, uh, I just did the biggest uh. roll. We're Satan's followers. We are Satan's followers. I just made a new song. <laughs> um, I also, it made me giggle. There's like two more things I just want to say because I know this episode's getting long. But I was like looking at the videos and I was cracking up because there's that one spiritual crocodile, which I totally remember seeing in seminary where it's we like comparing. To-
0: what? We need to cover that on an episode.
1: Yeah, maybe we could do that even like as a Patreon video, like show that one because it is it's a gem. And then they also have uh, the bottom like a media library where it's like one of those cheesy like quotes with a picture in the background. And of course, it's like a woman who's blonde and like white, obviously, and she's reading her scriptures. And the quote is the way back is not as hard as it seems to you now. Satan wants you to think that it's impossible, that it's not true. Okay, so Satan thinks that, but don't you give up. (laughs) And then the other one is, as you lose your life in the service of Father and Heaven's children, Satan's temptations lose power in your life.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So, lose your life for God and in his service, and then Satan will... Just like stop tempting because Satan's gonna be like, God, you are boring as fuck. That's why I give up on you. Yeah, I'm I- very bored. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, I, um, on one of our last posts on Instagram, someone left this super long, it was like paragraphs and paragraphs long comment about how we were, um, in the grips of Satan. And all I wrote back was like, I put a little, um, music note emoji. And then I wrote, Satan isn't real.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. Oh, I love, love, love doing that on those really long comments because they, like, get into it and fucking write you a novel in the comments. And I just love being like, okay, or the church isn't true or... Yeah, no.
0: These adults are believing this myth. And it's like, you know, we laugh at it and stuff. But we have brought up how this is actually really dangerous to believe. It's not only harmful to people personally when they think that they're either being led astray by Satan or they get scared of certain people or situations because they think it's Satan. But also it can lead to things like we saw, like the witch hunts or Satanic Panic where people actually get really affected by this shit and it's all made up. So (laughs) I want to end on that note. It's real and you shouldn't have to be scared of this. And we can see where it comes from in the history of humans and how humans have always made up these stories and these myths to explain things, to give us comfort. But in reality, you know, it's just not it's just not real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just not real. The end like don't don't let yourself get worked up over it or in your head or scared or like have this fear that Satan is real or he's going to possess you. And I'm saying that because maybe some of you who are listening actually we know quite a few of you who are listening have just recently left the church. You know, you're very fresh. It's a, it takes a while and and don't feel like that's unnatural or that something's wrong with you. Like it, it took me a long time to shake off this mentality that Satan was real. So just realize it, it might take some time and hopefully this episode helps you to understand that it's not real. It's all bullshit and Satan's not going to possess you. I promise.
0: If you ever get worried about it, just remember the image of Satan in the Temple video, and it'll make you laugh, and you'll you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fine, I promise. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, I guess we'll close out. We'll say, in the name of Satan, amen. We'll see you <laughs> guys next in
1: the name week. <laughs> of Satan, amen.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Bye.